Welcome to the Love Lab podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single or couple, this is the show for you because, well, sex matters. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy. All right. Welcome back to the Love Lab podcast. This is episode 78 and it is how to create a great online dating profile. Ooh, how exciting. So obviously this episode is for you if you are single or even if you are in a relationship but you are dating more than one person. Um, And this is pretty... I would say like relevant because it's the beginning of the year and I know a lot of people are still looking for their perfect partner and are putting themselves out there and we just helped a friend do that and this is really how this episode um, came together. Yes, you may have made a New Year's resolution that you were finally going to get back out there and finally find Mr. or Mrs. Wright. (laughs) And this is exactly what our dear friend did. And she reached out to us and she said, Kevin, Celine, do you have some time to get to get on a video call with me and go through my dating profile because I respect you guys' opinion. I love your relationship. I want what you guys have. And I think we spent like a good 45 minutes and we were like, this was great. We need to help more than one person now. <laughs> well, and this has not been the first time that somebody has asked us to look at their profile and help them dial it in. It actually happens somewhat often. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, that's not what we do full time, but uh, we do understand relationships and dynamics and all of that. And we have some really good tips. But before we get into that, uh, let's give a big shout out to our sponsor, Power and Mastery. If you want to join the secret club, of men who are great in bed, then check out Power and Mastery. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men. And powerandmastery.com is where you can find all about it. Okay, so before we start giving you the tips on how to create a great online dating profile, we do both want to say that neither of us have actually had our own online dating profile. It's like, <laughs> it just didn't work out that way for us that we really ever had to do that. But we do have experience because we've had friends and clients come to us and say, uh, can you please help? I'm not sure what to do here. Do you think this is good? And so we've actually gone through this exercise with clients multiple times. So mm-hmm. we do have some experience here. And as we were sort of brainstorming our ideas and tips. And as we were also doing research, uh, we kind of realized that it's very similar to doing, say, like branding for your business or your <laughs> podcast, branding, advertising. And, you know, I don't want to tell you that you're selling yourself, but in a way, you're selling yourself. <laughs> so we realized there were a lot of similarities. And since we do have quite a bit of experience doing that sort of thing, uh, we thought it would be kind of fun to blend the two together. Mm-hmm. Now, the last caveat I have before we go into the tips is that there are a lot of Uh, articles online that give you tips. Mm -hmm. And they're great tips. It's not that they're bad tips, but they're more like, you know, write this thing and do, you know, we kind of, we're not going to go into those types of tips. We've got some other things that I think are very valuable that don't really get written about much or aren't mentioned all that often that I think are actually even more important than the, than the, you know, step-by-step how-tos that a lot of the articles give you. Like create your good tagline and choose your username carefully. These things are important, uh, but 
I think it's not like the heart of it, really. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I want to say, too, that I have a lot of compassion for all of you out there dating. Uh, like Kevin said, we've never had to create an online dating profile because we were lucky enough to meet each other um, at, at a friend's party. And when I see, uh, because we have several friends that are single, what they go through in the process and what it takes now to kind of put yourself out there in the dating world, I feel very grateful that I don't have to deal with that. It feels like a lot of work. It's very different now. It than is. It used to be. It's interesting because there's more and more people on this planet every year. Uh-huh. I mean, there's more and more people to choose from. You know, <laughs> I can tell you that the the place where we live, I've seen the population dramatically increase in mm-hmm. the time that I've lived here. So there's more and more fish in the sea, as they say. <laughs> We're more and more connected. We have more and more technology, and yet it's harder and harder for people to meet people. So yeah, we get it. It's it's not easy and. You know, leveraging technology can be helpful. I was going to say, if you're like in your mid-50s and, you know, you have a chance for a second chance in life and you're like, wow, I just had a client who reached out to me. I was like, I'm so overwhelmed with all the things. I guess I'm kind of old school. And so I think that what we're trying to do with today's episode is give you some ways to bring back some of the old school with the new technology, with the things and really put yourself out there in a way that feels authentic and that also helps you to Track the right kind of attention and the right kind of people. Absolutely. So that takes us right to our very first tip, <laughs> <laughs> which is who are you looking for? So this is where before you even start, mm-hmm. before you even pick what online dating site you want to be on, you need to know who exactly you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll tell you why, because... There are sites out there for everything. There's sites out there for spiritual people. There's sites out there for hookup people. There's sites out there for, I mean, basically, you name it. Mm -hmm. There's all these niche sites now. Like, it used to be there was just a dating site, and Mm -hmm. everybody was on it. But that's really not the case anymore. There's so many different ones. So, you you know, if you're looking for somebody who's very spiritual-minded... Well, then maybe a regular dating site isn't the best place. It doesn't mean that there aren't going to be spiritual people there. It just means that maybe you want to go to one of these more spiritually focused sites. Like, um, I, I know we just helped our friend with Meet Mindful. It's yeah. supposed to be people who are a little bit more And then there's spiritual singles. There's and... spiritual singles. <laughs> and there's all these different things. So knowing who it is you want before you even start is very important. Yeah, and then what do you want, right? Because it will really determine where you put yourself out there. Like Kevin said, because there are so many options, I mean, we recommend that you try several different sites. Like, it's probably better than doing just one until you fine-tune things. Uh, But again, I mean, I wouldn't go on Bumble if you're not wanting a one-night stand. You know, it's like you got to be very real about your expectations depending on where you put yourself on. (laughs) (laughs) and you know and i think also it's okay like by the way give yourself permission in that whole thing of who you are looking for like don't limit yourself based on what you think number one is possible from your past relationship or like well i shouldn't be asking this much like this is the beauty like online dating gives you access to so many more people than you would if you stayed just in the little village that you grew up in and with that it allows you to become maybe even more picky because you have a bigger pool to to fish from. <laughs> and 
most people's mistake is that they censor themselves before they even start. Yeah. And so like the game that we often play is if I could have it all my way. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this before, I think, on the show. But Mm -hmm. the idea is like, well, what do you want? Well, instantly our minds go into, well, I want that, but that's not going to happen because of this thing over here or it's not the right day or... What we try to do when we come up with uh, if we could have it all our way is all the blocks go out in the window. Yeah. Anything that, that it could get in the way, mm-hmm. the, the practicality of, well, it's too late for that, so therefore that can't happen. Mm-hmm. We throw all that out and we say, if we could have it literally all our way, money is not an issue, time is not an issue, whatever, mm-hmm. what is it that we would really want? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great place to start when trying to figure out who you're looking for and what you want. Yeah, and then you get a little bit more pumped up, right? Because writing your profile is a a little bit of work, right? And, you know, maybe you're not the greatest at it or maybe you're afraid you're going to make a mistake. And it's like, like if you get yourself in the zone of feeling good about yourself, feeling good about what you want in your life, you will write very differently than if you're like, I don't know if I'm doing this right. And then I also want to say that you need to get clear before you get started of what we call your non-negotiables, like things that you're just not going to stand for that you don't want. And, you know, there, there shouldn't be like 20 of those. I mean, but there could be, there, there could be. And yeah. that's okay. <laughs> I mean, look, the reality is, is the, the more specific you get, yeah. With everything, whether it's your negotiables, what you want, mm-hmm. all that is going to narrow the pool down, mm-hmm. right? But that's a good thing. Yes, that's true because for many, they get afraid of like, oh, but what if I narrowed it so much? And it's like, you actually want that because who has time to answer 300 requests, you know? Um, and if you weed them through, like maybe our ego likes it better, like, oh my gosh, I just got like 100 messages versus 10. Um, but I much rather have high quality over the quantity. Well, and here's, here's what our friends and clients have told us as well about that. That, uh, in fact, w- one of them just told us recently that they were on one of the big sites. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to say anything bad about them, so I, maybe I won't mention their name. But but they got so many requests, they couldn't actually go through them. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing, right? You get so many requests mm-hmm. that it's impossible to weed through them all. And so you might have a request from somebody that really is perfect for you and meets your needs... But it's lost in a hundred other requests and, and you never even get there. Did she say she had like 700? Like it was, it was I don't a remember. huge it, number. It, I was just like, I mean, granted, she's a beautiful woman. So. A beautiful woman <laughs> puts herself on social media. She gets a lot of requests. But <laughs> uh, I don't remember how many it was, but it was a lot. And yeah. I, I, when she said the number, all I remember thinking is you couldn't possibly go through them all. <laughs> There's no way. Right? Absolutely. And the thing is, is what you what you really want. Now, this is different if your whole goal is just to hook up, right? Mm-hmm. If your goal is just to hook up, and there's nothing wrong with that. We're not judging that in any way. If that's your goal, though, you don't need to be as picky, right? Absolutely. So, you know, you don't need to have things as well thought out or as well planned. You don't maybe <laughs> have to read every last little detail. You know, you're just like, oh, yeah, they're pretty good looking. They look pretty similar in lifestyle. They look like a safe, real, sane person. Okay, that's probably good enough. Mm-hmm. But if what you're looking for is an actual life partner, then it's very, very different. Mm-hmm. And... 
you really, 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 really want whoever that is responding to you to be as close to what you want as possible. So narrowing it down is a good thing. Yeah. So we got it down to nine really good tips that you need to look for as you are writing your profile, as you're creating it. And I also wanted to say that if you're not the best writer and it's sometimes difficult, what I recommend doing is speaking it into your phone, uh, like the way you would talk to a friend, because it removes a little bit of the stiffness and the It just makes it so much more natural the way we speak than sometimes the way we write. And in your profile, you do want to look, come across as natural. I mean, unless you're somebody who's really stiff and very polished and that's who you are, then please stay with that. But if you tend to be more like relaxed or casual and natural, and then in, in writing you come across differently, then try to speak it. And that might remove a little bit of the blocks of having to find the proper words. So that's just a little tip uh, before you get started and to help you maybe get clarity. A lot of the time, what my clients love the most is they sit with us and they talk out loud. And that's basically what we're telling you to do, right? It's talking out loud about your ideas and just record yourself. And the fact of expressing something out loud helps you to get clarity also on things that you want and like. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's that's the basis of an entire uh, branch of psychology. You know, there's different <laughs> branches of psychology and some psychologists will have a conversation with you and other ones will just sit there and take notes the entire time. Uh, the, the ones that sit there and take notes, that's basically their entire philosophy. <laughs> They're just going to let you talk and hopefully through talking, you'll come to your own realizations. <laughs> Which can be really powerful. So it's why, you know, you don't need to pay the psychologist, just turn on your phone. <laughs> it, it, it can be if you're capable of, of uh, getting to those places. Some mm-hmm. people are not and they need a little help. So anyway, so all of that stuff that we talked about so far is laying the groundwork, mm-hmm. right? That's like before you even register for the site and sit down to write. But mm-hmm. now you got that groundwork laid and you are ready to write your profile. So we've gotten these nine tips to help you do that. And like we said before, there's lots of other tips. Uh, you can find them all over the internet, but these are maybe... Uh, some of them that you hadn't thought of. I know some of them on this list for sure in our research, I did not see written anywhere, (laughs) but they came up when working with clients. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. So number one, you want to be yourself and be honest. It is really important. People, I mean, we live in a fake world all the time and we do crave this realness and authenticity and it starts with you. And I think that it's about loving yourself enough that having this amount of confidence that who you are is perfect and you are lovable and somebody out there will love you just the way you are and you don't have to change anything. So again, it starts with yourself, right? With loving yourself enough. Um, And then once you have that in place, you can be out there and put yourself like be honest and be yourself at all times. Yeah. So this may be advertising, But this is the one most important time that your advertising needs to be real. (laughs) (laughs) Not just made up bullshit. Because the reality is, is if you're not honest, they're going to figure it out eventually. Oh, yeah. And one of two things is either going to happen. Either they're going to be pissed off that you didn't tell them the truth to begin with. Or they're suddenly going to go, you're not a match. Mm -hmm. Shit. And now we've invested how many dates and how much time and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And it turns out you're not really what I was looking for. So being honest, super, super important. 
Number two, I'm very excited about this one. Oh my gosh. Use <laughs> good photos, current and real. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, it's sad that we even have to say that, but I can tell you that um, going through, uh, so, so one of the things that our clients will ask us to do is not only help them write their online dating profile, but they also get uh, requests from other people and they say, well, what do you think about this one? Well, what do you think about this one? So now we're looking at other people's profiles <laughs> and trying to, to decide what we think about who they are as a person and then make a recommendation, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there are some interesting trends that we see when we do this. One is uh, specific to men, and that trend is the men, for some reason, are often using photos that are way old, <laughs> like way old. And yes, sure, maybe your value was flatter 10 years ago, but trust me, as a woman, if you put a photo of you of that's 10, 15 years old, and then you show up and you're very different, it's going to be a huge disappointment. And for, for many, this will not lead to a second date. So, you know, before online dating. Well, I guess maybe it wasn't before, but um, it was it was quite a few years ago. But I had a friend who was a psychologist, interestingly enough, and his professional photo had to be 20 years <laughs> younger than where he was at at the time. And he was a great guy. I, you know, I don't know why. But, but the thing is, is that the people show up then to work with you and they're like, who's this guy? That's not the guy I saw. <laughs> and, you know, nowadays you have no excuses. I mean, everybody owns a phone, owns a computer. I mean, the, the, the technology is out there. It's really easy to just snap a picture, you know, or have somebody else take a picture of you. So really like, and, and then when you think of your pictures, you know, think of them as them telling a story about who you are also and have a mix of them. So if you are... Um, wanting to spend time outdoors, maybe have a, a photo of you being outdoors because then like that photo is worth a thousand words. You know, they see you do the things that you say you like. If, um, all right. So there's some serious ground rules to photos here. All okay. right. <laughs> this is not just a casual, like, oh, I'll just throw up a photo. All right. First thing that we recommend don't use your branding photos. Like if you're an entrepreneur mm. or, you know, okay, branding photos or you're like mall glamour shot. You know, don't use the photo of you with a ton of makeup, with professional style, with like whatever. It's not that we don't want you to look good, but we want you to look like you mm -hmm. so that when you show up, like what you don't want is you're supposed to meet at a restaurant and your, your, your date walks past you <laughs> because they didn't even recognize you from the photo. Seriously. Like we see people do this. Mm -hmm. they, they, they put these super overly glamorized photos of themselves. Like, yeah, we all want to look good, mm -hmm. but you don't want the person to be disappointed. Like, Who is that? That's not, that's not even the person I saw, you know? <laughs> so that's one, right? Like use a photo that makes you look good, but that is also real. Mm -hmm. Don't hide behind your sunglasses, a hat, or have this weird artistic photo of you where we see a profile, but we see nothing of you. It's This is another thing that drives me crazy. I got clients asking me, well, what do you think about this guy or this girl? And I'm like, I can't tell anything. <laughs> I can't see a thing. It's like great artistic photos of like, you know, you know, and the hat covering and then the side of the profile. And I'm like, I can't even tell what this person looks like. The other thing that they do a lot, aside from weird profiles and angles and stuff, they don't show their whole body. Mm. You'll just see a head or like some weird piece or something. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, I, 
are they tall? Are they short? Are they, you know, big? Are they small? And, mm-hmm. you know, this is not about discriminating like, oh, you know, if somebody's fat or anything like that, but it's just about what it is you want. Like for me, somebody who is athletic is, it's, it's a must for me. Mm-hmm. I'm very athletic myself. I like to move. I want to go out and do things. So having a partner that can do that is important. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I'm only seeing these headshots that are overly glamorized and awesome, and then I show up in, on the date and she's three times the size of me, well, that's not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing, it's not discriminating against that person. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as they're comfortable with who they are in their body, that's great. But it's just not going to be a match for me. Mm-hmm. But it could be for somebody else. Totally. And that's why it's so important. So, uh, I mean, and women think, oftentimes we think like, oh, this is not perfect. Or I've got this or that. I don't like, I hear that from so many women. I don't like the way my tummy looks here. My thighs are too, too big or whatever it is. But remember that... Most of the time we judge ourselves so much harder than other people do. And men don't look at us the same way that we do. Hey, you don't have to put, I mean, don't put a lingerie picture of you or something in a bikini, really, you know, but like you can have a full length in a, in a nice dress or in pants and your jeans or I don't know, sitting outside on the rock, like whatever that is. Depends right? what your goal is. <laughs> if your goal is hookup time, then yeah, some sexy lingerie. But, but the point is, is whatever it is, it should be real. Right? Yeah. So like. People tend to think that, oh, I'm just going to put a sexy lingerie pic or, or whatever on there because that's going to attract people to you. But if that's not who you really are, then it's not really relevant, is it? Well, plus remember, whatever you put out in the internet and the cloud is, is out, out in there. the internet forever. For anyone to grab. Ah, so anything, anything you don't want other people to ever use against you, never put it online. You mm. know, there's one other thing that I wanted to talk about with photos. Mm-hmm. Um, and all, everything we said is totally relevant. And there's one more that I never see written about, but it comes up when we do this, which is some of these uh, dating profiles, especially if you're using an app, like on a phone, mm-hmm. the way it organizes the information is very interesting because a lot of them will just start with the pictures up top mm-hmm. and you don't get to some of the really more pertinent information until way down. Mm-hmm. And so people just kind of like... They're just, you know, swiping through and all they're seeing is photos Mm -hmm. and they're making decisions based on the photo itself. So what photos you put are going to say a lot about you. And the the part that I wanted to add on that, it's also one of our nine here is let's say you're a single parent Mm -hmm. and you have a kid at home. This is this is a big part of your life and a very important decision for a potential mate to decide, well, do I want to be in a relationship with somebody who has a kid? One of the things we notice is that you'll be looking at somebody's profile and, and you know, you're looking at all the photos. There's nothing in there that says family person or kid related mm-hmm. at all, right? And then it's buried way down in the text somewhere that, yes, they have a kid at home, part-time, full-time, whatever mm-hmm. it is. We were both of the opinion of uh, if you had a child, having a nice photo of you and your child mixed in there somewhere. It doesn't have to be like all photos of you and your kids because that would be annoying. But, you know, one photo or so of you with your kids just to let people know that, yeah, you are a single parent and you do have kids Mm because that's a huge consideration. When somebody's flipping through 
you know, the, the photos, they're going to see that right away. And if that's a deal breaker for them, they'll keep right on going. And if it's not, they're going to want to know more. Mm-hmm. So remember, you're telling a story through your pictures. All right, so let's move to number three. Write complete sentences and check your spelling it's very important. So this again happened with our friend where she received this this request and the guy's profile was full of mistakes. And It wasn't complete sentences. It wasn't just spelling mistakes, but it wasn't complete sentences. Show that you care because if it's like I'm too like, I don't even care enough to write a good sentence and I just did this uh, in five minutes on my phone. Like what's the message that you're telling to the woman looking at that? Like I'm you know, it doesn't matter to me. Like, I'm not going to show up fully and give my best. Like, well, I wouldn't want to date that. Here's the thing, guys. You know what her reaction was to that? She's like, I don't think I want to message him back because he can't even write a complete sentence. Yeah. So it was a, it was a pretty big turnoff for mm-hmm. her. Um, you know, you and I were like, well, you know, maybe English is a second language. And she's like, no, he has a video on there. He's like totally American, 100%. We're like, well, oops, that, you know, what can we say? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be the most perfect, complex sentences in perfect grammar that show that you were an English literature major in university. It doesn't have to be anything like that, but, you know, at least show that you can write a sentence. And please just use autocorrect. Like, we all have that on our on our computers. It doesn't take long to just double-check some some. Yeah, and, and what a lot spelling. of the, the other articles you read will tell you is to write it in a word processing program mm-hmm. and do a spell check where it'll yeah. check all that stuff for you and then paste it into your profile. I mean, I mean, really do the same thing you would if you applied for a job, right? Give it the same consideration that when you write your resume, and stuff it has to look good you don't have that many chances you only have this one time to convince the person and so you got to do your best and if you don't do your best then don't expect to have the best reaching out to you yeah so we talked about the single parent as our number four uh, to be upfront, whether it's using photos, whether it's writing it in the copy too of like, hey, I'm a single parent or I have a kid 50% of the time because these again will make a big difference, right? And As we're talking about the single parenting and children, we thought too about pets because you might want to include your pets. I mean, don't be the crazy cat lady, (laughs) but if you do have pets, if it's important to you or if you are allergic to certain like animals, like these things need to be said up front. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, the thing is for a lot of people, having a pet isn't that big a deal. But for some people, it's a really big part of their lives. Mm. Like, you know, I, I definitely know a few women who are like, they don't go anywhere without their dog. That's true. And they love their dog. And their, their dog is basically like their child. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Super cool. It's always cute to watch. <laughs> but that might not be for everybody. Mm-hmm. So it would be important, like... If you're th- that into whatever it is, dogs, cats, pigs, you know, I got a friend who's got a pet pig. <laughs> horses. I have family rats. members who have horses, you know. We, yeah, we have another friend who has rats. Like, people got lots of pets, and if they're important to you and they're a big part of your life, then it would be important to include that. As we're talking about inclusion, our tip number six is to not leave anything blank. And I know sometimes it can be tricky because uh, sometimes you have to choose through a drop-down menu what you know what would apply for you. And it's always difficult to find the perfect definition of what you would want to say. But if you leave it blank, you leave it up to the imagination. And then you get tons of people who are like reaching out or asking like questions or making speculation about things. And it's 
Yeah, it's not as easy as if you had put something in at least. So what, what, what's interesting about that was um, we actually watched this happen in real time where something was left blank and, and then then she's starting to go into, well, maybe it's this or maybe it's that. And it's like creating an entire story mm-hmm. around the fact that maybe he just forgot to check that box. Like, mm-hmm. who knows, you know? The point is, is that if you don't specifically say it, then that leaves it open for the monkey mind to create all these scenarios. And, and you know, if they, if they don't know when they reach out and ask a question, no biggie, right? Mm-hmm. No harm, no foul in that case. But if they decide to reach out to you or not reach out to you simply because they look at that and they go, oh, they didn't, they didn't check that box about whatever, so that must mean then that therefore they're not a good match, right? And then you lose out on an opportunity. So we did notice also that, you know, there are cases where not, like they give you, you know, five options to choose in the drop down and none of them really fits. Mm-hmm. So, you know... I would say in that case, pick the one that's as close to you mm-hmm. and then you have an opportunity later on, you know, in in either your deal breakers or or whatever to clarify it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Number seven. I really like this one. Um this is about focusing on the pos- on the positive or what you want. And this is really important, not putting the negative. And it works for both men and women. And so what we mean by that is, you know, when you write things, it's, it's easier to say, oh, I don't want somebody who smokes, drinks, and uh, has no willpower. But technically, what you want to shift these things. So you don't want to say things like, hey, if you lack drive, confidence, or, or lack intelligence, don't even bother reaching out to me. This feels very negative, right? You want to change it around and say something more like, hey, I'm really attracted to men or by men or women who have big goals and um, have confidence have confidence and a good sense of humor, like whatever that is. Like think about the positive because nobody wants to identify when you look at something and you're like, oh, I'm looking for a very intelligent, well-spoken being. And you're like, oh, that's me. Like you want to identify to that. But if it's like, I don't want to deal with people who are always late, nobody wants to really put that label on themselves, right? Well, it also shows a little something about your personality. Are you the type (laughs) of person that's negative all the time or are you the type of person that's positive all the time? We all, I think most of us would prefer to be with somebody who's positive. The only caveat to this one is when you're in your deal breakers. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're writing your deal breaker section, it's it's kind of hard to be positive. Like like let's say smoking is a deal breaker for you. Yeah, it's kind of hard to to say that's a deal breaker. Like you know, you say, well, I what I really prefer is somebody who's who loves healthy lungs. You know, <laughs> like eh. <laughs> it's probably better in that case to just say if you're a smoker, that's a deal breaker. Exactly. But, but other than that, throughout the rest of your profile, you should really focus on wording things in a way that is positive and uplifting as opposed to negative. Okay, our number eight show don't tell. Mm-hmm. So don't just say it. We're not talking. We're not talking about photos here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about if you say if you like rather than say oh I'm so funny, um, write things that are funny inside your profile. If you are witty or intelligent, like use use words that that say that. If you like. Like try to to show it, not by saying it, but by being it. Oh, yeah. That's another life lesson too, right? 
<laughs> it's like, be who you want to be. Don't just talk about who you want to be. <laughs> Don't just go around saying you are something. Actually be it. Uh-huh. And then number nine is a really important one, I think. It's to add details and paint a picture. Imagine sometimes you could even, depending on what profile you're on, how much space, if you have the premium package where you can add an extra 800 words and stuff like that. But the idea here is to paint a picture of what your life is like so that people can see themselves with you. And little details are the things that we remember about people, whether it's like my favorite color is purple and like, oh, purple, you know, or like I, you never catch me going out without, um, my sunglasses. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just really like making it up right now. But these are little details, you know, and rather to say like, I love coffee, it could be like, I start every morning with a hot cup of my favorite coffee. Mocha latte, frappuccino, exactly. double, triple, whatever. Yeah, thank you, because I don't drink coffee. And I was like, why did I choose that? I don't even know the names. <laughs> <laughs> there is one caveat to this one, though. Uh, one that I, I saw when researching that kind of made sense to me, too, which is you want to give details so people can really mm-hmm. get a feel for who you are. But leave the details out that could be bad if somebody got a hold of them, right? Like, mm. don't give too many details about your life. Your that bank could, account. Yeah, yeah, that could be used <laughs> against you personally. So, you know, like your favorite color is awesome. You yeah, know? I mean, your favorite drink, like, like just things like that. Yes, yeah. we're not talking about personal data or things that really would identify you and, you know, your secret passwords and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> and it's you know also don't make it ultra lengthy that everything is into details like keep a little bit of mystery because that's sexy Uh, but just add one or two details like just the the little touch you know the the cherry on top of the the cake Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so we hope that all of these tips have helped you feel more confident with what to do Um, now remember that at the end of the day don't take anything personally, you know, have fun and enjoy the process. Haters are going to hate, lovers are going to love. That's exactly what I was thinking in my head. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. I was waiting for the opportunity. Haters are going to hate, right? Who cares? Don't pay any attention to them. I know it's a tricky one because you're putting yourself out there and sometimes I don't take it too personally. Like a lot of people, uh, they project, it's all about them and, you know, don't waste time like thinking something's wrong with you. Just put yourself out there and just focus on the fun and then i want to say like be willing to give the person a chance in person too because not everybody is a great marketer great writer great at looking good on paper but they can be great people to be around the ones you laugh with the life people you have such a great time with even a life partner and sometimes you know on paper it's hard it's hard to come across to convey all of the subtleties of who you are and sometimes we get stuck in our Uh, ideas or false projections and it's like give people a chance to meet in person because when you nothing beats meeting in person real-time contact it gets out of the fantasy and then remember that um, don't expect to find your life partner in a week or in one date right exactly (laughs) these things take time even if you've had a couple of as they say dud dates you know like Mm -hmm. ones that didn't really go so well don't give up You know, uh, just keep trying until you find what you're looking for. Yeah, refine your process, refine your your profile, change sometimes pictures. If you're not attracting the right people, it means you didn't write something that was like the the right words. Um, 
there are people who do this for a living and will help you write profiles or maybe seek help for people like that uh, if you need to. Um, but otherwise, just keep trying, keep having fun. And most importantly, go out there, do things that you love. Don't just do it all online and stay at home. Like, like you actually have more chances to meet people when you go out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... It's always that's always been my advice because that's what's always worked for me, and which is why I haven't done online mm-hmm. dating sites in the past. It's just because what I did was I just went out and did all the things that I wanted to do, the types of things that were interesting to me and mm-hmm. fun, and then I would just naturally meet people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but that that does require you getting off the couch and going out somewhat frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I hope this was helpful. You've got plenty to start with, so. Put it all together. Put yourself out there. We wish you the best in finding your perfect match. That's right. And it's the beginning of 2020. So it is the perfect time for you to do this. All right, everybody. That's all the time we have for this episode. And we will see you next week. We hope you liked this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoyed this show, leave a comment and share it with your friends. And if you want more, we have an entire digital library with the best sex tips and relationship advice at CelineRemy.com. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y.com. So join us in the sex vault to continue this adventure. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. 